0: Just to have people around me doing really well again feels really good, and it makes you feel better about where you are when your business is successful. It's so much more enjoyable to enjoy the success when the other people around you are working hard and enjoying their success.
1: This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. It's the special summer series on Deep in the Weeds where we catch up with food professionals to hear yarns from their travels and what we might be looking forward to over the next year. Today we're joined by the wonderful Sarah Baldwin from JOY in Brisbane. Sarah, how are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me again.
1: It's great to get you back on the show. How how have things been this year for you?
0: Uh, Really, really beautiful. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's been a really nice year.
1: Wow, that's great to hear. Have you have you been travelling at all? Do you have any stories from your from travels this year?
0: Yeah, I spent a little bit of time in Italy this year. Um, I spent a little bit of time in Tasmania, um, but yeah, the big trip was Italy for me.
1: Awesome. Well, take us take us to Italy. Do you have a, a food yarn or two that sort of or experience that sort of. Uh, enthused you or change your perception of food?
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, in Italy, it's nearly everything, right? <laughs> um, the, oh, there's, there's a lot of stories actually. Italy. I reckon my favourite one is more of like a humble food story. <laughs> it's, um, so we stayed in um, a little town called Agerala, And uh, we stayed there because it was a really good place to start a few hikes. We did like a seven-day Amalfi Coast hike. Um, Yeah, it was pretty amazing. (laughs) Um, And so uh, Ajerila was known for having like this local cheese that I don't actually know the name of. It was just everywhere called the local cheese. Um, (laughs) So I believe them. Um, And um, so we stayed in a farm stay. Um, And it was owned by Nico and his wife. Um, And they had a little pet tortoise. It was really cute. Um, And he just would walk around the yard. (laughs) And (laughs) it was really weird. Um, So we would have breakfast in the dining room that they had there. There was like two tables with like lace tablecloths. And there was one day in particular where we were just doing a hike that was like out and then back to the same farm stay. So we're having breakfast and then Nico's wife brought out two little like old school paper lunch bags um, and was like, oh, this is for your lunch today for your hike. (laughs) And we were like, oh, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) And She just said, oh, it's just like a ham sandwich, uh, like in like sort of broken English, um, some fruit and some water. And we were, like, perfect. So we, like, put it in our little backpacks. Um, and we were hiking um, one of, like, the highest peaks in Amalfi. Um, and our plan was to, like, get to the top and then have a good view and eat lunch. Um, and I was thinking about the Sanger, the whole hike. <laughs> the only thing that gets me through any hike is lunch. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we got to the top and it was beautiful view, very romantic, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, I pulled out this sandwich. I hadn't looked at it yet and was expecting, like, a ham sandwich, like she'd said. <laughs> and it was on this, like, beautiful panini, like, this huge round panini. It had the local cheese in it. So it was, like, these thick slabs of, um, I guess, nearly like a, um, a mozzarella um, and then, like, the thickest, <laughs> like, most ripe slices of tomato and then prosciutto. <laughs> Like, it was not just a ham sandwich. Um, And then I think, like, a banana and a bottle of water. Um, But, yeah, like, sitting up there, like, looking over the Amalfi Coast and, like, eating this apparent ham sandwich was just, like, a real, like, Italian moment. (laughs) At
1: at the top of the show, I loved what you said. It's been a challenging couple of years, but you said that 2023 was beautiful for you. Why, why Why was it so beautiful?
0: Um. I think that it was, it's the first year in the last couple that has felt like uh, myself and like my peers um, in hospitality have kind of found our feet again, I think, and we're all sort of um, figuring out work-life balance, um, that there isn't this like uh, like closed up competitiveness that used to exist, I find, in the industry anymore. Um, and it's just been really nice to, yeah, kind of connect with people and um, just to have people around me doing really well again feels really good. Um, and it makes you feel better about where you are when your business is successful. It's so much more enjoyable to enjoy the success when the other people around you are working hard and enjoying their success.
1: Things are pretty warm at the moment. What, what do you love about summer? And is there an ingredient that really stands out for you in the hotter, hotter months?
0: Um, Yes. Um, It is really hot in Brisbane at the moment. Like, it is just, like, really hit summer. Um, uh, I've been spending a lot of time at the beach. I live at the Gold Coast now, which is very trendy of me. Um, And I actually had family over on the weekend and we had a big lunch. Um, And for me, the most, like, summer, delicious, beautiful, like, best of its was um just burrata and tomatoes like it sounds so so simple um but the tomatoes at the moment they're just like if they're stored uh like if they're outside in like a fruit shop or market or whatever and they're just like uh summer temperature (laughs) like they haven't been refrigerated they're just like kind of warm and plump um yeah, and then just burrata, salt, pepper. We're growing basil at the moment. My partner is very, very proud of ourselves, um, And, like, every day, she's like, what can we do with the basil? She's bringing basil into me. Um, she's also growing tomatoes, but they're not quite there. Um, but, yeah, so we, we used her basil um, and just, yeah, burrata, like, teared up, torn up, um, and then some really delicious tomatoes with salt and pepper.
1: Uh, there's, there's often nothing better and, and you're like tomatoes are available uh, available all year round but h- how do you sort of get the best out of a tomato um, in regards to storage and, you know, and the use culinary?
0: Yeah, I, I don't like raw tomatoes typically. Um, like I really don't eat raw tomatoes unless it's like a really, really good one. Um, I choose the ones that are ripe and often like on their vine Um, I really like the sweet cherry tomatoes, um, but I prefer the ones that are like the little baby truss tomatoes, not the ones in like uh, a punnet that just say like sweet grape tomatoes or something. Um, Yeah, and I think just like you can tell when a tomato is ripe and like buying it and then using it. Um, I don't think there's any point like buying a kilo of tomatoes and then putting them in the fridge and using them when you want to. Like, just buy them and then cut them up and use them. Like, don't even let them go to the fridge. Um, so, like, yeah, they only really ended up in the fridge because we already dressed them and made too many and had to eat them the next day.
1: <laughs> what are you really loving about food at the moment and what do you hope for in the year ahead in regards to hospitality and food?
0: Um, I think that one's another, like, industry peer-related answer. I've noticed that... Um, like chefs at the moment or like the ones that I'm um, kind of in touch with Um, compared to when I was a baby chef and I was looking at kind of like the big guys um, you know writing their cookbooks and opening restaurants and doing all of that and kind of looking up to them um, it's really cool to be in a place now where the chefs that I've kind of progressed in my career surrounded by are doing that and a lot of them are like stepping into their own restaurants or taking over positions as head chefs or executive chefs or um like writing books and um like you know seeing a book on the shelf and being like oh like I've I've sat at a table with that person or like I've met that person um Yeah, it's really cool to see that it's like, I guess, my generation of chefs that are now growing up um, and that we're doing that on the other side of a pandemic is really cool.
1: (laughs) You've had amazing success up there in in Brisbane uh, with Joy. Do you have any plans uh, sort of over the next year or two in regards to what you want to do? Um,
0: I am actually writing a book. That seems like a really set up segue, but it wasn't.
1: (laughs) Cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so next year for Joy, um, we are planning on, like it feels really good at Joy at the moment and um, Oliver and I are in a nice little, like I think we've got it figured out. Um, And I'm having a lot of fun without too much structure to the menu, which is um, challenging but fun and it's been a really huge lesson for me to just let go of it a little bit. Um, And just, yeah, like not take it too seriously and find more enjoyment in just cooking day-to-day rather than spending so much time kind of organising what I want to do. Um, Yeah, so next year I will be um, doing Joy the three days that we do and then I'm going to try and allocate two days a week to just writing the book and um, telling stories and seeing where that takes me.
1: (laughs) That sounds amazing. What what does it feel like doing doing a book?
0: Um, At the moment... um, kind of not real because <laughs> it's like it still feels like I'm opening up my computer and being like dear diary <laughs> and then like because the book is going to be like a storybook, but with recipes and it's about like what recipes I take in different moments or like feelings in my life um so yeah there is it's I think it's going to be a bit of a vulnerable journey to kind of open up about some things but Um, I also have realised that especially Joy customers respond really well to that and they appreciate it, so I know it's in a safe space. Um, Yeah, so I think it would be nice to express myself in a different way Um, and, yeah, be creative in other ways.
1: Well, that sounds amazing. I can't wait to see uh, when it lands. Uh, As always, it's an absolute pleasure catching up with you. Uh, have, Have fun and good luck with the year ahead.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. So nice to speak to you.
1: This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who play their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. Follow us on Instagram at in the Weeds podcast, or email us at podcast at au. Stay safe and be well.